At Sandy Spring Bank, we care about people, not transactions. So we concentrate on creating personalized solutions to start or grow a business that provides for your family, to purchase a home that will house the memories you make there, to save so you can enjoy today and then pass on your legacy to future generations. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash real. Mortgage, home equity, and other credit products offered by Sandy Spring Bank. All right, we're alive, headed home. Thank you ever so much for tuning in to um, Fight Back 2020. We are live, 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 live. Now, the, all the noise you hear is because I'm in my car. My car, my car. Um, we're in my car, headed um, to the house. And um, we, uh, on the morning report, we call this the take-home edition because we're headed home. Somebody, uh, a good friend of mine mentioned today um, about how he felt when he learned that the that Major League Baseball had postponed or Major League Hockey, uh, the NHL had postponed one of their games after the Jacob Blake uh, incident. And something that I, I think I said last night, uh, and you probably heard it this morning on the Morning Report, was that it is my estimation that... This idea, I mean, think about this, this idea that these sports leagues, the NBA, Major League Baseball, um, National Football League, um, National Hockey League, believe that they have such an influence over the culture that them not playing, not participating in their job, their sport, their activity can have a deleterious or an, or an effective um, effect on the culture. That um, somehow... If the NBA decides not to play a game or to cancel their season, that's it's like that statement carries weight. I think that that is incredibly disrespectful for all the people that did all the real work in this country to get us to the place that we are in terms of race relations. Now, if you are, the, where are we now, Willie? You know, they still gunning us down in the streets. No, they're gunning down criminals. People who are, who, who have a negative um, relationship with the police, some of them are getting shot. Yes. And it's terrible. 
But if you look, if you look around where you are right now, most of us live in places, I'm just going to say it this way, most of us live in places where interracial marriage is allowed and is legal. Most of us know some biracial people. And I use that for a as a very important example because it is an outward example of the improvement of racial thought in America. It is a it is just out there obvious that we can see this. Something that we can see. Now, if you happen to live in a world where you don't see interracial couples that, that much, except maybe on TV, then maybe you should move. I happen to live in Florida. Most of you guys know that. And in what I get to do and where I get to be, I see interracial couples all the time. And I know this is something you should never say, but I'm going to say it because it makes me laugh. Some of my best friends are in interracial relationships. I was in an interracial relationship in college. I am not currently and have not been for the past 30 plus years, but I was in, I was in an interracial relationship in college in the 80s here in Florida. And I'm going to tell you, I'm pretty doggone sure that it's a bunch easier now than it was in 1979, 1980. So that is the most outward. So when we're talking about interracial relationships, not just black and white. But every single solitary grouping that you can think of is happening in America. Now, what's interesting is that these same sort of groupings aren't happening in other places. That certain other places are very, very homogeneous. You don't see a lot of in, in race mixing in other parts of the world especially in Asia, the way you see here in America. So to say that we have not made gains is disrespectful to all the people that had that, that did all the work so we can get to the gains that we have been. And to, and to say that we have not made gains is disrespectful in the sense, didn't we just have a black president of the United States? Somebody mentioned, I was watching a video, somebody mentioned this, that, you know, people used to say, well, we're never going to have a black president. Well, I'll be damned. We sure, we sure did. Who got elected 
twice in a majority white nation. In a majority white nation. In a majority Caucasian nation. White folks elected a black president of the United States to be the leader of the free world. Not once, but twice. And was happy and thrilled to have his black family be in the White House. So, this continual drip, drip, drip of America's a racist country is just not going to fly. And a lot of people are afraid to speak up against it because you know it's a it can be it can turn it can turn into violence. Nobody wants violence, you know, thrust upon them. Nobody wants that. But when you start, but you, you got to be real when you start talking about this whole idea that some of these people are, uh, I'm ready to kill all the cops or whatever. Like somehow, that, that first of all, anything they're saying, anything they're saying is going to better any situation. It's not going to. It's going to get you into more interactions with more law enforcement that could go bad. And it ain't got nothing to do with cooning or clowning or it ain't got nothing to do with that. It got to do with being smart and understand and, and having an understanding of life. Here's the idea. The idea is that we are elevate that, that these sports leagues and the media are, are elevating a segment of our population that does not need to be elevated. We're missing the point. We're missing the point that people who need to be elevated are our best and our brightest, and we're not. You're not. We're not even freaking talking about them ever. We never come to a quote crossroads in our race relations unless we're talking about some ne'er do well, unless we're talking about O.J. Simpson. He did it. Unless we're talking about. Um, Trayvon Martin. The sad thing about Trayvon Martin is that, that he was a kid. That he was redeemable, I believe. I don't think he was irredeemable. I think that, that Trayvon was redeemable. And that didn't happen. And that's a damn shame. But he wasn't a good kid. So this whole idea that somehow he was a good kid. He was not a good kid. He was there because he'd gotten suspended from school. So this idea that he was this innocent little twelve-year-old, like the pictures kept saying, was not was not true. So we gotta we gotta, we gotta start off we gotta start off, especially in the black community, by telling the damn truth. Here's the damn truth. We have got to throw off this idea that somehow we are the noble savage, because that's what's happening. That's the. the that's the level of disrespect that we are somehow noble even in our foolishness we are noble we are the noble savages 
that, that you know what everything we do is correct and and right because we are still suffering and and pulling pulling out of the slime of American slavery and that's BS and you know it and people who, who present this that narrative they know it's BS it's disrespectful to all the people that made all the gains that did all the work that we're enjoying today. All the people who did all the work to make all the gains that we are enjoying today, that Barack Obama, biracial Barack Obama, got to enjoy, along with his family. And all the people that supported Barack Obama, they all got to enjoy it. All the black folks who are who have advanced degrees who are enjoying the bounties of America. All the black entertainers that are enjoying the bounty of America that do not have to go on the what what do they call it? Um not the not the grits tour, but uh, you know, yeah, 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 y'all remember, and and I'll think about it in a little bit. Um, that they can go and perform in the biggest rooms in front of whatever crowd has the money to show up, and they can enjoy the bounty that's America. That people like Will Smith and Jada Pinkett, and even in all of their madness, are enjoying the bounties. That is America. Oprah Winfrey, LeBron James, all these black people that are enjoying the bounty of capitalism and what is America. While telling me that somehow I live in a racist, oppressive society where I need to be afraid, where LeBron James telling me that black people are afraid. Where what? Negro, you don't speak for me. Who put you in charge of me? The disrespect in that statement comes from I'm I'm apparently going from one slave owner to another. Where where Master John used to speak for me, and now. Master LeBron is speaking for me. You're not speaking for me. Especially sitting where you sit on the throne on on bags and bags of money. And I can't make what you make because I can't because I can't dunk a basketball. Hell, I can't run 84 84 feet um, down a basketball court at this point. I was never going to make what you make. I was never going to have the skills that you had. But to, but to tell a whole group of young people who are hang who are sadly hanging on every damn word you say that they are victims and they're never going to make it as long and, and, and at the same time at the same time at the same time at the same damn time, you won't say free Hong Kong because you are beholden 
to the Chinese Communist Party because that's what they make that's what they make your shoes Nike makes your shoes so you can live in relative luxury in the United States and I'm never going to make it and I'm supposed to listen to you and I'm supposed to follow you and I'm supposed to believe that you're an important voice in my life how can I LeBron that is some disrespectful crap you're pushing it Oprah same thing you're not only disrespectful to the people who who did all the work you're, you're just you're being disrespectful to me you're being disrespectful to my kids you're being disrespectful to the next generation You're just being disrespectful to, to white people that have never hurt any damn body. You're, di- you're being disrespectful to all the white people that helped you. LeBron, you're being disrespectful to all the white coaches that helped you. All the white teachers at your hospitality private school where you went to high school who helped you. All the white players that played with you that helped you. The level of disrespect is amazing. Absolutely, outrageously amazing. And frankly, I don't know how much longer people are going to put up with it. The idea that anybody gives a tinker's damn that the NBA is going to cancel their season. But he cares. That somehow that's going to force some societal change. You know, if they don't stop racism, we're going to cancel our season. You know what? If if they don't get rid of Trump, if Trump doesn't resign, we're going we're not going to we're not going to play basketball this year. You're putting yourselves on a balance that you don't have enough weight to move that balance. You never, you never did. And you're never, and you're never going to. And you're never going to. NFL players who are saying that unless Colin Kaepernick gets signed to a team, you're not going to play. So you're going to retard your career. Some of you are going to end your careers for what reason? It's disrespectful to all the to, to all the people in all the football stadiums that serve drinks, that snacks, um, all the people who are ancillary in your profession that you are going to disrespect them in this manner. You're only thinking about yourself. It's amazing to me that this level of thoughtlessness, this level of entitlement well, I guess it shouldn't be amazing to me because 
we have, we have unfortunately empowered the entitlement mentality in a lot of these athletes. That somehow they are more important than the rest of us. We do that in our entertainment culture. We have done that with our children. Our children believe that they are more important than their parents and their grandparents. You know, at my job, at one of my jobs, I take temperatures. And it's interesting because people will push their children up to get their temps taken taken first. Because they believe that their children are more important than, than they are. And that seems... Now, I know this doesn't seem like it, like it ties in, but just bear with me for a minute. It seems like it's the right thing to do. I always do this. I always say to the, say, say to the adult, I'm going to take your temperature and then I'll take the baby's. And this is why. If you're sick, then how are you going to take care of the baby? If you're sick... Of course, we're not. We're taking temperatures and hell, nobody's sick. But that's another show. So we have this whole culture now that children believe that they're more important than their parents. Until their parents get sick. Or their parents end up in a position that they're unable to, to care for, for these children's every need. And they're not able, and we see the result of parents not being being able to or not being willing to pass on important information, important wisdom to their children, and their grandparents not being able to pass on that very important wisdom to their grandchildren. And we see the horrific result of that. That somehow these athletes aren't listening to the... like. Colin Kaepernick is not listening to Jim Brown. Or some of these other athletes, other other, other football players, that that Colin Kaepernick is not listening to and taking advice from Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker is ten times the football, a hundred times the football player that Colin Kaepernick will ever be ever be. But people who follow Colin Kaepernick are ignoring because they're being told to ignoring the wisdom of someone like Herschel Walker. How disrespectful is that? When we still have Herschel who had who was on the who was in the inner circle to spread that wisdom? It's incredible, folks. Absolutely incredible. Incredible. So again, what bothers me is the level 
of wanton disrespect that these people have for important people, important games. It's a shame. I'll be honest with you. I would love to watch some Buccaneer football this, I mean, this fall. I would. I want to watch some Florida State football. I need the distraction. I need the relaxation. I do. It's been a tough year for everybody. Me too. We haven't suffered, prayerfully, thankfully, we haven't suffered financially in our in our home like some other homes. It doesn't mean that there hasn't been stress. We're all experiencing that stress of the things that are going on around us. I didn't think that we'd have rioting, like burning crap down, sort of rioting in and around my house this year, but we did. That creates some stress. Right across the street from where I work. Three minutes from my three minute drive from my house. Yeah, so we we're all sort of experiencing stress. So I I would really like, I would really enjoy a football season, a professional football season. Because it's something that I—it's it, something that I enjoy. It is an entertainment venue that I, which I enjoy. Now, I'm not holding up any of these people who play this game as role models for me, or my children, or my grandchildren. One day, I don't have any grandchildren at this point. It's kind of, kind of a shame. I'm 60 years old. I don't have, I don't have any grandchildren. I don't have any grandchildren coming either. I may die without grandchildren. That affects me, but. You know, you got to do things the right way. So, I need it. I'd like it. I enjoy it. I like college football. I'm a big Florida State fan. I love it. Why, why, why FSU had to comment on the Jacob Blake incident? I'll never know. When hundreds of black people get 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 mowed down, stabbed, shot every damn day, but you only care about this this, this person with a warrant, this this criminal, and that's why you care. That's the only thing that makes you care. That's the only thing that you noticed. You didn't notice when a one-year-old boy when a one-year-old boy got shot in New York at a at a family gathering in a park. You didn't notice then, but you did notice George Floyd. How the? Why do I believe? Why should I believe you care? I just passed a street. That a former football player, former NFL football player, was out in his yard. Not far from where we are right this very second. 
He was shot. Car passed by him and shot him on purpose. Murdered him. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Because it wasn't a white cop. Like somehow, Black Lives Matter and some of these other uh, other media sources only give a damn if indeed a, a black criminal is shot by a white cop. That's a pretty damn narrow set of circumstances that I should care. Now, now I have to care about. Now, I have to change everything I do over that that pretty much narrow set of circumstances. We'll be on the morning report tomorrow. So, uh, tune in. We're going to do one. Actually, I'm going to probably knock it out tonight because I've got a an appointment at the phlebotomist. Yay! Being a person of a certain age. Yay! Doctor's appointment, blood drawing. Yay! Went to, I went to the urologist last week. Woo! Yeah, I got that done. Woo! At least you could, at least you could do is buy me dinner now. <laughs> People of a certain age, men of a certain age, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, I got to get out of here. Get in here and make, and make some magic happen. So until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. Scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Available in different prices and varieties at a lottery retailer near you. The Virginia Lottery. Every day wins. For odds and more information, visit VALottery.com. Hey, kiddo. How was the hill? Did you learn anything? Yeah, that ripping pow induces spontaneous joy. The Icon Pass lets you do you at 50 destinations worldwide from 249 Adult. Drop in for next winter now and save at IconPass.com.